Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's Saturday the 12th of August, I'm Kira Evans and this was a week that saw controversy continue over migrant barge plan, a monumental data breach for PSNI, dangerous times in Niger and rest in peace Sinead O'Connor. Grab a cup of something hot, put up your feet and get up to speed on the seven biggest stories of the week. This is the standout seven from the small seven. It's news, but not the news. There was no plane sailing this week for the government's new floating detention centre, the BB Stockholm. Designed to deter people from arriving on small boats in the UK, the controversial barge is expected to hold up to 500 male asylum seekers when it's fully operational. But safety concerns on the barge, with firefighters calling it a potential debt trap and legal challenges meant that government plans to house migrants on board were very delayed. But all that changed on Monday and as busloads of asylum seekers arrived at the barge, local activists gathered at the entrance with welcome signs. We hope that attempts to divide or scapegoat or or follow people don't happen and that we show the real humanity that there is locally. Tory MP Sarah Dines is clear about why the government are using the barge. What it sends is a forceful message that there will be proper accommodation, but not luxurious. Um, Luxurious hotel accommodation has been part of the pull, I'm afraid. Then it emerged on Tuesday that after the first few migrants made the floating vessel their new home, about 20 of them were granted a last-minute reprieve to leave. Apparently it's all down to lawyers challenging the decision to move them onto the barge moored off the Dorset coast after some claimed a fear of water due to previous traumas. Tory MP Lee Anderson wasn't happy and he said some pretty nasty things about people seeking refuge in the UK. Labour's Yvette Cooper says his comments aren't helping. Instead of ramping up the rhetoric, instead of promoting division, what they should be doing is getting on with sorting the problems out. Rishi Sunak's plan is just not working at the moment. Immigration Minister Robert Jenrick was more positive though he promised the government would sort out the current backlog of asylum seekers. The last eight weeks of data show record levels of decision making so I'm very confident that we will make good on the promise that we made in December to clear the legacy backlog by the end of the year. In what's been called a monumental data breach, the names, rank and location of every member of Northern Ireland's police force were published online on Tuesday. The data was published in human error by the PSNI in response to a Freedom of Information request and meant that 10,000 staff and officers' details were available on an online spreadsheet for about three hours on Tuesday afternoon. The PSNI said the information published does not include home addresses of its members. Assistant Chief Constable Chris Todd said police were working to mitigate any security risks. I absolutely do appreciate those concerns. I've written to all of my colleagues across the whole of the service this evening, um, explain to them the actions that we're taking, give them information to help them further protect their own personal security and those around them, uh, and we will listen to the concerns of all of our colleagues individually 
uh, and address any concerns that are raised. And it went from bad to worse as a second data breach was revealed. This one is down to a theft of a spreadsheet with the names of 200 officers and staff back in July when a laptop, police radio and documents were stolen from a private vehicle. And there are real safety concerns for some staff affected by the breach as chairman of the Police Federation for Northern Ireland, Liam Kelly, explains. We have a number of officers who work in more sensitive areas of policing where a veil of secrecy is their shield. And, and protecting them from, you know, clear risk and dealing with, you know, the most dangerous people in our society. With a threat level from dissident Republicans that's severe in the North, PSNI Chief Constable Simon Byrne was facing calls for his resignation. I know it's a question that people will be asking. I, I don't think leadership is about walking away. It's facing up to your responsibilities. And I think the organisation needs consistency and calm heads at the moment across the team to lead us through what we accept is an unprecedented crisis. Dissident Republicans are claiming to have access to at least some of the information, but it appears that the home addresses of officers were not exposed. The UK's Information Commissioner John Edwards says that he and his team are assessing the issues, but that a serious error was made. Something's gone wrong here. Police Service Northern Ireland has used a third-party platform to upload a document in response to a freedom of information request uh, and I would be expecting to look very closely at the policies and procedures associated with uh, publishing in that way. It was another turbulent week in the world of Donald Trump following a post he made on his Truth Social site. Special Counsel Jack Smith requested a federal protective order limiting what he can say about the January 6th election case being taken against him. Donald wasn't impressed. This is what he had to say about Smith. Deranged Jack Smith. He's a deranged human being. You take a look at that face, you say, that guy is a sick man. There's something wrong with him. I withdrew. Somebody said, why don't you be nice to him? I said, yeah, wouldn't matter. Wouldn't matter. This guy's a maniac. And on Monday, a judge threw out his countersuit against the columnist E. Jean Carroll, who won a $5 million judgment against him earlier this year. He's also under pressure from Special Prosecutor Jack Smith, who wants a protective order against the Donald. And if that wasn't enough, he's rival for the Republican Party presidential nomination. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis finally put the boot in on NBC about Donald's false election claims. Of course he lost. Okay. Uh, Joe Biden's the president. But the issue is, I think, what, what people in the media and elsewhere, they want to act like somehow this was just like the perfect election. And later on in the week, we heard that a search warrant had been served on Trump's Twitter account as part of the January 6th pre-trial process. And what's more, an internal Trump campaign memo revealed on Wednesday showed how Donald and his team tried to interfere with the election process in multiple states after it was clear that he had lost the 2020 presidential race. But as usual, Trump doesn't let real life get in the way of a good campaign speech. Here he is playing to his base. So this is all about election interference. But that isn't quite good enough. Crooked Joe now wants the thug prosecutor, this deranged guy, to file a court order taking away my First Amendment rights so that I can't speak. It was a tense week in Niger after a coup at the weekend saw the military junta shut down the country's airspace on Monday. The economic community of West African states had demanded President Mohamed Bazoum be reinstated by Sunday, but this deadline was ignored by the coup leaders. A spokesperson for the junta explained why they took the action. Faced with the threat of intervention, Niger's airspace is closed for all aircraft until further orders. All attempts to violate the national airspace will be the object of a forceful and instantaneous response. 
Niger hosts French and American military bases and up to now the country has been seen as a key partner in the fight against jihadist insurgents in the region where reports of 1,500 Wagner fighters recently sent to Africa. U.S. Secretary of State Blinken told media the Russian mercenary group is taking advantage of the instability. Speaking to the French media on Tuesday, Blinken made it clear that the U.S. would continue to work to restore order in Niger. We are behind the efforts of ECOWAS to try to restore constitutional order in Niger. We are opening up diplomatically to support their efforts. And former British ambassador to Niger, Nick Westcott, says that the situation in Niger means that President Mohamed Bazoum's chances of returning to power are slim. The situation is getting increasingly severe. The standoff between the junta and the neighbouring countries is getting more serious. Uh, and the junta are currently refusing to make really any concessions at all to the return of civilian rule. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back. As a shocking sound, a presidential candidate, Fernando Villavicencio, being assassinated in Ecuador. he just spoken at a campaign event near the capital, Quito, just days before the election is due to take place. He was a former journalist dedicated to exposing corruption and the link between organised crime and the government in the South American country. The election will still take place according to President Guillermo Lasso, who has declared a national state of emergency and asked the military to patrol polling stations. UN National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby says it's a shocking turn of events. We obviously uh, hope that there'll be a full, complete... Uh, and transparent investigation into this, uh, and that the uh, that the perpetrators are held properly accountable. Uh, but it's it's just a it's a horrific scene. It's a disturbing video, uh, and obviously it's not what anybody would want uh, for the people of Ecuador, or quite frankly, Ecuador's democracy. Heard of Disease X? No, neither have we, and that's because it doesn't exist yet. Disease X is the name of the next potential virus that could send us into a worldwide COVID-style crisis, and UK scientists are preparing before it gets a chance to strike. The work is being carried out at Porton Down, the government's high-security lab in Wiltshire, where they've drawn up a threat list of animal viruses that could infect humans and spread rapidly around the world. Head of the UK Health Security Agency, Jenny Harris, said they're building on the work done during the recent pandemic. The laboratory's here. It's 2,800 square metres of uh, investment uh, through the vaccine task force, through the UK government during COVID. Uh, and so what we're trying to do now is capture that really excellent work from COVID and make sure we're using that as we go forward for any new pandemic threats. But how likely are we to see another pandemic in our lifetimes? Pretty likely, according to Chair of the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunisation, Professor Andrew Pollard. Worryingly, it's very likely that uh, there will be uh, future pandemics. Of course, it's impossible to say exactly when that might happen. But the circumstances um, that we see in front of us make it very likely.
Sinead O'Connor's final standing ovation took place on Tuesday morning. Thousands of people land the Strand Road in the County Wicklow town of Bray to pay their last respects as the singer's funeral cortege slowly passed the seafront before heading to a very private burial service. As the hearse posed in front of a house she had lived in for 15 years, locals, fans and people who had travelled to be there cheered and sang her most famous songs. Irish musician Liam Wainley was amongst the crowd. She shook the foundations of, of many aspects of of what we call society you know she shook the foundations of that and 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 made people look again the singer's life was celebrated in a private ceremony on tuesday morning which was attended by president higgins and the Taoiseach, as well as her family and close friends muslim funeral prayers were led by dr umar al-kadri chief imam at the islamic center of ireland her fans were clear on why they turned out in such numbers to mark the iconic irish singer's last journey it's a moment in history and Sinead was such a powerful Irish woman and she stood for people who were minorities and were kind of the underdogs. You've been listening to The Small 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes we'll give you the world. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.